Josh. And I'm Gabriel. And today in Reading the Gospel, we are focusing on the event of Mary visiting Elizabeth. This is found in Luke chapter 1, verse 39 through 58. Read along with us. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. And she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me, that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believes that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name, and his mercies is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months, and returned to her home. So this event, this visitation, takes place as Elizabeth is already pregnant, Mary is pregnant, um, and Mary's heading down to, to visit her. About how far into the pregnancy do we think Mary Elizabeth was? Excuse me. It is at least six months. Yeah. So it seems to be close to six months because there are another three months. Mary stayed with Elizabeth before she gave birth, so mm-hmm. it seems to be around six months. Okay. And here we have this this wonderful encounter between these two women. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible seems to focus a lot on men. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of stories about men, and and so it's refreshing when we come to these stories uh, that that focus on women. And and this is important because this is a, a first in the New Testament. They are not only relatives, but uh, both of them are pregnant mm-hmm. with two guys who will change the history. John the Baptist preparing the way for Jesus Christ, and Jesus Christ dying for our sins, and establishing the Christian faith. And they are facing each other, they are talking to each other, and that was not a regular conversation. They were under the influence, under the control of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit filled them, and they speak under the influence of the Holy Spirit, and that is called prophesying. So this is the first time when the gift of prophecy is manifested in the New Testament, yeah, and that is in the life of two women. Now, again, remember this is Luke 
and if you pick up your New Testament and look, you have Matthew, Mark, but we're going through the events in chronological Chronos, order. Yes. And so Luke is uh, detailing stories because of his research, as we've said before, that the, the other gospel writers do not. And so we have this prophecy. Um, so you mean to tell me that God can prophesy through women? Oh, absolutely. Every human being can become a spokesperson for God. Yeah. either men or women and God uh, used men when that was inappropriate and this time God used women because that was appropriate for God yeah and Joel 2 tells us that our uh, sons and daughters will see visions um, in, the, mm -hmm. in the latter days so um, all right any other point you want to bring out before we get into our four questions it is interesting how the work of the Holy Spirit has an impact on the whole life. Mm -hmm. As soon as Mary greeted Elizabeth in a prophetic way, the Bible says in verse 41 that when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. Mm -hmm. And that right away Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and she responded in the spirit. It is a prophetic dialogue between two women used by the Holy Spirit upon whom does the gift of prophecy is being bestowed instantaneously. Yeah, and you know, Elizabeth is, um, she, she makes this prophecy. Why uh, should, why is it granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? And this is the prophecy here that uh, she's filled with joy and I know you know when my wife's pregnant all the little baby kicks and everything and mm -hmm. uh, feeling my son's foot pushing against and, and all these things um, but this was something different this wasn't just a little kick um, she she understood that this was from God it was an assurance that God's plan is being fulfilled it is very interesting how the first words of Mary are, blessed are you among women. And the response, blessed are you among women, is being justified in verse 45, mm -hmm. when it says, and blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. I wonder how Zachariah felt. Yeah, yeah, maybe he was not <laughs> present there to hear these words because they are an indirect reference to her husband who did not believe and he was still mute that time. He was unable to speak. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. There are different triggers in our life that remind us about God's presence, God's being active in our lives. Well, and husband not being able to speak might be one of those, unless mm -hmm. he was one of those guys that never spoke before anyway. Um, all right, so what do we learn about God or Jesus in this section? It is how God has guided the lives of these two women without knowing about each other. And eventually he brought them face to face mm -hmm. to talk to each other, to share their secrets and to talk under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And that was amazing. It is how God brings us together, not only 
face to face with him or or his angel but also one to another mm -hmm. so practically this is the first step in gathering that remnant from the people of Israel who are still believing and praying for the comfort of Israel another name for Messiah and these people might have started individually away from each other but God is bringing them together and you'll see them later at the temple with one prophetess with another prophet uh, with another priest uh, God is gathering his people who used to be scattered with whom he started his work individually but he wants them to work in a in a group in a community that we call church mm -hmm. what I see here is God is interested in touch points in our life um, this could have just been a regular visit Elizabeth Mary got together oh you're pregnant I'm pregnant shared some stories and went home mm -hmm. um, but God came and was present Mary or Elizabeth realized the jumping of John was supernatural um, or, or prompted by something supernatural and was filled with the Spirit um, I think of Moses when he's walking he has to turn and look at the bush Mm -hmm. this burning bush he has to decide to go over to it that and in our lives we have a lot of these instances where God is present in our life if we're looking and paying attention um, what is very interesting is that this first prophetic dialogue it is just the first mm -hmm. they stay together three months and for sure this gift of prophecy did not disappear after the first dialogue I wish I uh, had more dialogues like this uh, from the rest of the three months but the Bible says if everything would have been written would not be enough space in the whole world for so many books <laughs> with so many events with so many conversations with so many touch points in our lives so Jesus just needed to be born now when we could put it all on our iPhone <laughs> so what is this telling us uh, what is Jesus telling us in this section or what is God trying to tell us in this section um, and I, I think for me the the one that we pointed out that God here is speaking through two godly women he's using mm -hmm. godly women and um, the ministry of women is just as important as the women ministry of men mm -hmm. um, so that is what I hear as I read this section yes God can speak through everyone mm -hmm. and every person who comes to Jesus Christ whose sins are forgiven who is uh, committed to serving him can be used by God as a spokesperson for his kingdom yeah and we are used and we are always represent God's kingdom and sometimes we have to use words but most of the time we have to express that by who we are mm -hmm. by how we do business day by day uh, by how we talk with people how much value we see in them by our priorities and our values in life so what are we going to do about it and again for me um, talking about the touch points God being present in our life I am going to look more for God's interactions uh, for those 
I like to call them divine appointments, instances where God has set up something. Um, someone broken down on the side of the road that I can help, or someone who I met through the day. Just look for ways where God is intervening in my everyday experience. This wasn't Mary going to the temple. This was just this was a visit between two women that that turned into this prophetic meeting. Uh, what is very interesting is the word by with which Mary starts her own dialogue or response. My soul magnifies the Lord, and in Latin is the first word is magnificat. And we have a genre of uh, religious music, magnificat, and we have the greatest composers in history writing magnificat. The other day I listened to Jan Ruters, the greatest Christian composer living today mm-hmm. um, in the UK, and uh, he has an amazing Magnificat. Uh, and everything is because of the words of Mary. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior. So how are we going to share this? For me, it's sharing experiences with people that I can go into the lives of other people and and we can share collective experiences with God. Um, We can grow together and experience His blessings and His mercy together. And, And I think we find this we can find this in our life. Like when we went up to Long's Peak and, and hiked Long's Peak, it was in many ways a, a spiritual experience that, that we had together. And, and I think it drew you and I closer together uh, because of that. And so I think we can do more of that, experience life together. And when we came back, people didn't have to ask us, hey, how was it? Yeah, uh, We naturally shared because it was an amazing experience. In the same way, Mary and Elizabeth, they didn't have to be asked by other people. It was a natural outpouring of the heart, mm-hmm. sharing what happened. And I really like how this magnificent uh, prophetic dialogue of Mary ends with those verses 53. He has filled the hungry with good things. Uh, 54 has helped us, his servant of uh, Israel in remembrance of his mercy. These words are tying up into the mission statement of Jesus Christ. We'll see Mm -hmm. that later in Luke chapter 4, when Jesus quoting from the book of Isaiah uh, 61, it's it's the same spirit who ties or connects Mary with Isaiah from the Old Testament and later with Jesus. And this is how the same spirit blending our lives into a unity of faith is leading to the fulfillment of the same purpose. Father God, we want to work within your purpose. Amen. We want to live with others and use everyday opportunities to find you. Mm-hmm. And so I pray that you will open our eyes to the ways that you interact with us, that we will experience life with others, Mm -hmm. and we will share those together. So go with us now, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.